0: Oh yeah, (laughs) oh yeah, it is Nick Flanagan Weekly, and I am he, and here I am. It's another week, it happened, it's a Saturday night, I'm recording it, normally, in the old days, I'd be out having fun or just having done something artistic. Outside, I would have been uh, uh, outside of the house, most likely. I don't know, it's freezing out, so maybe I would still be hiding hiding in my little cove here. But uh, tonight, I'm inside, and I'm talking to you, t- t- recording this. And, and I'm going to put it up on the, as they call it, interwebs, in the cloud. It's going to float, then it's going to land in your ears like a beautiful... Waterfall, cascading, like a wonderful ear candling, just getting rid of all of that wax of January, that wax of mid-February. Valentine's Day is coming up. How are you celebrating it? It's a real hallmark holiday, isn't it? Is that still a term? I almost took a sip of a lens cleaner, by the way, because I don't have any water by me, and it was in a clear glass, and I thought, water. No, that's lens cleaner. And by the way. What's the difference between lens cleaner, screen cleaner, DVD cleaner, and this is not a joke. This is a question you can, I want an answer to. Hand sanitizer, did I mention, uh, and and, uh, mouthwash, Listerine, and pure alcohol. They all seem similar to me. Maybe not Listerine, but all the rest of them, they're clear. They clean things. They seem to not affect either of the things, any of the things, maybe like alcohol. would I don't know. But you get what I'm saying, right? It's part of the scam by big cleaner, which is a large industry, actually, things that are clean cleaning products. They probably are pretty useless. You know, once in the, upon a time, all we had was vinegar and everything was clean. Don't fact check me on that, but if you want to, and if you want to answer my earlier question, you can write me at weeklypodcast at gmail.com, W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. Someone told me the other day, they sent me a message, and they said, I always forgot, I'd forgotten that you spell it weekly, W-E-A-K-L-Y. I forget too. I mean, why did I do that? So many questions. Uh, It's a wild thing. And it's a wild time here in Canada where I uh, am. I used to be elsewhere, but now I'm in Canada. I started off in Canada, and I used to be elsewhere. Now, Now I'm back. Been back for a while. I've been back for like one school term worth of time. You know, like four years. Anyway, things are afoot. There's this trucker convoy blocking everything over here in the province I'm in, Ontario. They've declared a state of emergency. I don't know what that means. No, nobody, no army men have told me to go back in my home yet, but apparently there's something brewing. I don't know. I can't even get into this convoy thing too much. But uh, Fiona online on Twitter pointed out that uh, it's also spread. Happening in Australia, all the dominion countries are crazy for it, and then in Europe, so I don't know, I don't know what's going on. It's the anger, and don't think I'm going, it's all those angry people on the other side. Everyone is furious, this has been horrible, you know. Even the pe- people who are just like, except of course for like really wealthy people, uh, they're having a great time, I, and uh, companies are doing well of a certain type of large company. And most large companies probably. Um, But everyone else is just like, even the people who are like, oh, I want my kid to wear a mask because I'm worried about them. They want their kid to wear a mask because they're worried about them, you know. But nobody is having a good time with this, even though it's been interesting. Zoom. I mean, the rise of Zoom. Anyway, so now it's Escalated here in Canada, and I, <laughs> I haven't seen it personally, so that's nice. What else is going on? I don't know. I'm watch watch that new Shonda Rhimes thing, uh, the new show, Inventing Anna. About a scam artist. It's all right. Anna Klumsky is in it from My Girl and Veep, When she came back and did Veep, and I was just like, "That's the lady from My Girl." I was so happy. I don't know why. You know, Anna Klumsky was just. So lovable in My Girl. And she was so sad when the thing happened. And if you haven't seen My Girl. A thing happened. So. I've only seen My Girl once. I've only seen My Girl once. What else is going on? I asked a couple people. I asked a question on Twitter. It didn't get as much traction as I was hoping. You know there's a guy named Eric Alper. This dude. He asked like the most. He's built a huge following just by going on Twitter and being like, "Name your five favorite bands. Name your six favorite. No, six would be too like bad for the algorithm. You go, name your three top guitarists. What is a great childhood memory? So I, I, I've realized this is what made this man famous. He's a fellow Canadian, I believe. We used to, when I was on the reporter beat. I used to email him about interviewing people and stuff. He was helping, you he know, set that up for people. This Eric Alper guy. And uh, I'm just trying to be like him. So I asked people, um, I don't know, what their plans were for 2022. And uh, got some answers. Let me scroll down. Michael says, hopefully the end of civilization, please and thank you. I mean, hopefully the end of the bad parts of it, you know? I realized I have a bit of a, I hope it's not a fatal flaw. I don't even, I hope it's not a flaw, but it's something that concerns me a little bit, where I totally do the burning dog in the home thing. This is fine, that famous meme from a, Graphic novel some sort. Beautiful drawing of a dog in a flaming home. And he just says, this is fine. I kind of do that for... I don't know if it's the ADD or what, but it's like... As pressure mounts, as things seem unsolvable, I'll go, no, no. This will happen. Something will work here. And maybe it'll be at the last minute. Which is probably the ADD thing, like... Having a sense memory of just like pulling something off kind of in the last few seconds or managing to make something work that I didn't think would work. But then a lot of the time the actual bad thing happens and then when that happens I go, oh no, oh my god. Or like a day before I realize that it's not going to work out. I'm just like, what am I? Oh, horrible. Hopefully civilization as we know it is not in that category, I think. There's a lot of people working on it. So, Michael, hopefully the bad part of civilization. That's what I have to say. Is, uh... I respect your... goal. Well, I, I hope your goal isn't the end of civilization. Please don't end all civilization this year, Michael. Uh, Thomas, who is Blauhaus on Twitter, actually was the person who said what I mentioned earlier. He was, uh... He, mentioned, he said, to give more attention to detail. I just realized your show is Nick Flanagan Weekly. I thought it was weekly for all these years. LOL. Yeah, detail. That's another kind of, that's another bit of a blind spot for me, you know? Sending emails, you know, putting the email in the box, and then it's like there's no .com at the end of this. There's no one for us to send this to. Oops. Oh no, I forgot to back up my files. All this type of thing. Details important. Uh, which I'm looking at. But the notes for, I made for this episode. Yes, sometimes I work from notes. Uh, and a little more detail would have been good. Oh, I also got a co- little correction on my last episode. Where I believe I mentioned Little Caesars, the pizza place, was not in Canada. I think I said that. I, and I was corrected and i knew it it was kind of in canada i just didn't really know where and i was kind of saying as a child i never faced a little caesar's head to head unless we went to like some town that was like wow a little caesar's but he apparently uh, there was one there was in it, it was in british columbia i think it was just outside of vancouver so a little fact for you about the fact that Little Caesars wasn't Canada. But there were all these restaurants like that. There was Chi-Chi's, which I think was a Buffalo uh, Mexican place, like North Tonawanda, up, up, I don't know if it's upstate New York, but western New York. Um, lots of, saw lots of ads or places there that I couldn't go to. Denny's was a big one. We didn't, I never went to a Denny's. I remember the first time I went to New York State uh, on our way to New York... I'd been to Buffalo a bit. No, not to brag. But the first time I went to New York State and I went to like a Roy Rogers, I was like, wow, there's a whole other tier of fast food places that maybe I should know about. Or maybe it'd be better if I never know. And the big one in Buffalo was I'd see ads for a place called Mighty Taco. And when I finally went to Mighty Taco, I was like, this is fine. And of course the house was burning around me how it works um yeah and and like when i went to la and i, I <laughs> we were i don't know what it is is it the sunset strip there's a place called the arc light that was there for a long time and the cinema cinerama dome and amoeba records it's a very central visible part of los angeles uh that most of the time people find themselves at uh on on their first few visits and when i first there was a Fast food place called Baja Fresh. And I'm I'm a sucker for advertising. Fresh? Cool. Baja? That sounds I think that's supposed to be a nice place. I probably didn't even know Baja was also in Mexico as well as California. Probably was just used to surfers on TV going, oh, we were in Baja. Or I was used to my fellow nerds laughing at stuff and all going, Baja! Kings laughing that way And fantasy novels I was reading But yeah Baja Fresh I was like oh, I'll have a burrito I'll have a taco I probably just had money for a taco And I was like Wow They have so many salsas Then you go to San Francisco and it's like Damn They had so many salsas you Gotta have those mission burritos You gotta eat Mexican When you go to San Francisco My reading recently was a uh, Marco Polo guide to San Francisco that I found in a little free library. It's from 2000. And I just slowly chipped away at it. I'm not saying it was in the bathroom, but I'm not saying it was far from the bathroom. And this is from 2000, so all the restaurants are closed. I don't know. And it's written, I guess Marco Polo is for, like, European travelers. Some named Marco, I assume. Maybe they're of... uh, high class that it's uh, intended for so polo they play they like and play polo these people wear polo outfits and they just wear polo outfits with the hats out and about as they do touristy things but <laughs> it's written very condescendingly borderline definitely classist not so much racist as classist and very condescending towards the rich tapestry of San Francisco. So, if you have a second, I'd say pick up the 2000 Marco Polo Guide to San Francisco. Maybe I'll read some of it on a future podcast. I've also been... My YouTube has gotten a little better. I feel like I've um, hit a wall with my watching of retro video game YouTubers all of whom are like my age or a bit older they always are into like showing gameplay talking about their crazy collections and they have the biggest grins on their faces some of these people they're the most positive people when you can tell they've sunk their entire family's money into buying a video game collection I mean that is positive uh, they've I mean the video game retro, price market could go bust tomorrow i don't know how but i don't know how much that market's even worth and these but these guys are smiling and they're like hey let's enjoy this old uh, shinobi game i am 62 i have a two uh fourteen thousand video games who who wants to hear about one so, I think I found it starting to get a little dark because I started even reading about like haters of <laughs> people who hate these video game YouTubers and the controversies around them. And I'm just like, I am getting in too deep. So, now I've moved on to this uh, sort of tech mini documentary information channel called Cold Fusion. I watched this really good stuff about Elizabeth Holmes, they put up. And uh, something about um, the Enron scandal, and oh boy, it just just didn't stop. And then just recently, I watched this uh, thing they put up of uh, this like couple that stole three billion dollars worth of Bitcoin, and one of them was a TikTok kind of goof white lady. Weird rapper. I'm going to name some names. Uh, uh, Okay. I'm just going to back up a little bit. I'm going to say I follow some of these trends or I have in the past. There's a guy named Young Lean. And there was, uh, who's like a Swedish dude who popularized this kind of like sad boy, weird, like meme video aesthetic. And then there was like Riff Raff. This rapper was kind of a joke. Lil Debbie is in that mix. Creation and then it got weirder and weirder. There's all this weird tapestry of these sort of strange female rapper types. Anyway, this woman's name was uh, Razzle Khan, like Genghis Khan, but with Razzle, and it is very weird. But luckily, the story on Cold Fusion is is not just about her like atten- the the attention grabbing stuff of this story, which is this lady's TikToks and how she's bizarre and. Rapping about being an entrepreneur. um, She has a song called Versace Bedwin. If that helps you picture this person. Uh, And it's more about just the ins and outs of all this happened. And honestly, it's possible these people are patsies. That's all I'm saying. There's a lot of things happening in the world right now. I might be, be becoming a, conspiracy theorist of some sort, but like a weird kind, you know, who mostly thinks, I I mean, I just think there's a lot of manipulation happening right now. There's a lot of people who are gaming stuff. I'm gaming, but I'm not gaming stuff. They're gaming stuff and they're gaining stuff. And as people like to say, some of these frontiers are the Wild West. (laughs) Bitcoin or NFTs or it's all the same kind of thing. MLMs, I watched the thing about a multi-level marketing. And I just think because of that there's a lot of people quietly trying to manipulate stuff and that's not even getting into like government shit. So it would be interesting to know all the true things that have ever happened. The real history Not something colored by anyone's experience, but just watching everything above the glow. I guess they say God was like that. So it would be cool being God for a second and just being like, oh, that's true. That's true. That's real. I know that you stole that candy, even though no one knows Elizabeth Holmes' wild stuff. She's going to jail. She should go to jail, unfortunately. These scammers... It would be fine if they're scamming just uh, you know, Robin Hood style, but it's never Robin Hood style. It's always to become the person who may eventually get scammed because they have so much money. It ain't helping the little person, and that's who should get helped. Elizabeth Holmes threw a fundraiser for Hillary Clinton during... And if you don't know who Elizabeth Holmes is, she talks like this, and she's like, she was obsessed with Steve Jobs, and she wanted to create this blood test that only needed a little bit of blood, and it told you everything, and it was a machine that they eventually wanted in your home. But it turned out it was all fake, and they faked all the results, and they did tests on real people who had real problems, and told them the wrong things, and just didn't sound like a good scene. Anyway... She was all buttering up. You can see her getting interviewed by, like, Bill Clinton and um, Jimmy Ma. That guy's name. Very rich guy. Jimmy Ma. And they never gave the money back. Louis C.K. gave, like, a th- you know $4,000 to the Biden campaign. They were like, we can't take this, Mr. C.K. Meanwhile, the amount of total creeps who they never gave the money that they made from back is a lot longer than Louis C.K. These are people with body counts, probably. Hypocrisy. It's a hell of a drug. I wish I hadn't started recording so late. I could go on forever. But for now, I'm done. I just want to take a minute to thank the person. um, Jonathan. Jonathan over at uh, bite.repair. He fixed up my new computer, got a ton of space for it, made it all very simple. We did a nice little negotiation for it. Not that you should pay his full salary, my friends. But yeah, if you're in Toronto and you need something fixed and it's computer related, especially Mac related, and you need a Mac fixed or more space or more RAM, just, just hit him up at www. Byte, that's B-Y-T-E dot repair. Or you can write him at Hi, H-I at Byte dot repair. That's Jonathan. Just thought I'd shout Jonathan out. I appreciate you, Jonathan. And I appreciate you, listener. Have a great day, night, afternoon, whatever time it is. Have a great again oh weekly